Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hello, hello. Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Season 9, episode 228. I'm Sanjay Parekh. And I'm Adam Walker. And this episode is brought to you by Together Letters and Edgewise, our two companies doing amazing things. Together Letters, if you want to stay connected to the important people in your life, but you don't want to be tracked mercilessly by those companies whose names I shall not mention. And Edgewise, if you want to do an awesome podcast like this, we can help you out. Check us out at edgewise.media. We'd love to talk to you. Would we talk to him or, or are we going to type at him? We'll schedule an appointment. That's what we'll, 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 yeah, we'll appointment. schedule like like professionals do. We'll schedule an appointment. Uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like I might be going to the barber though then. Yeah, you might. That's That seems, I don't I schedule, go to barbers, but you know, Actually, possible. I don't go to barbers either. Yeah. I, I've got an in-house barber. Oh, nice. My wife takes that's, care of all that's that. That's the right? way to do it. Yeah, Listen, uh, in this episode, we've got a lot coming at you. We're going to talk about Apple, Peloton, a new DeLorean. Be sure to stay tuned for that one because it's awesome. We're also going to talk a lot about Epic and Fortnite. Like there's a bunch of articles about them. Elon yep. Musk, MailChimp had a bit of a faux pas we're going to talk about. So did Microsoft. And of course, we've got Weird and Wacky and Tech Rex coming at you at the end. You don't want to miss that. So let's get started. Sanjay, what's up first? So first, uh, Apple is preparing to let you subscribe to your iPhone because they don't get enough money from you. This has been like, uh, in all honesty, it surprises me that this has not happened yet. Like it, it, it genuinely does. Bit, right? Yeah. Like, like, so think about it. Like, think like from my perspective. Okay. So I have an Apple laptop. I've uh -huh. got an iPad and I've got an iPhone. And they all like, and, and of course I, I want to upgrade all of them, but I can't possibly afford to upgrade all of them on any kind of regular basis at all. So like my iPad is like the original iPad pro, which I think, I don't remember what year that came out, but it's been quite some years that it, uh -huh. that came out ago. <laughs> so I'd love to upgrade it, but honestly, I just can't drop a thousand bucks on a new iPad. Like that's just crazy to me. Right. And I yeah. can't drop another thousand bucks. So so they're, they're going to go to a methodology where you pay X amount per month and you get X amount of devices per X amount of time, which kind of makes sense. Like according to this article, you know, we used to upgrade phones every two years. Now the average right. Apple user, iPhone user is upgrading phones every three years instead because it's so freaking expensive. And yeah, so, because the, the phone companies are not giving us the incentives like they used to. Yeah, exactly. And so they're going to have to come up with some kind of model to make it more palatable. I don't know that I'll ever do a subscription model, but it's a smart plan and it makes a lot of sense. And it will probably reduce e-waste because they would require you to turn back in your old devices at the end right. of it. And then they would recycle it, which ultimately would really be better for the planet in general as well. So it's, yeah, I mean, that last bit is the part that probably makes the most sense of all of this. Mm -hmm. But if you look at the cost of what these phones are going to cost you or these devices are going to cost you over the time they use them, it's way more expensive. And mm -hmm. so like in a financial perspective, it doesn't make sense, but reducing and, el and eliminating potential waste uh, and garbage like that is a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it, it, there would have to be a really great setup for me to want to go this route, but I, I can see potential. I can see potential. Now a, a place that I'm not so sure that I see potential is this next article, which is with Peloton guide, the fitness company bets big on body tracking. So, um, so Sanjay, I know you do not have a Peloton. Um, nope. I, I do have a Peloton. Yep. I still don't see myself getting this because, because what this is, is essentially a camera that uh -huh. watches you work out, which number one, just feels real creepy to me. 
And it I mean, will, I don't even like the mirrors. I know. I, I get to see myself. Work out. Like, I know. I, nobody, nobody, including myself, needs to see that. Nobody wants to see that, right? It, so, so it watches you work out. It, it theoretically sort of helps you make sure that your form is good, though I can't really imagine yeah. it's that effective. And it sort of helps track sort of the muscles that you worked out, which honestly, the apps do that anyway. Like I just did an arms and shoulders workout today. And then I look at my app and it's like, oh, you worked out your biceps and your shoulders. And I'm like, no, duh, I did. That's what's sore, man. Like, so I, I mean, I think it's probably a good idea. And this is probably something that will develop into something that's pretty cool. But first iteration to me does not seem all that interesting. And I don't see myself being willing to spend any money on it or being willing to be tracked by it. So that's, yeah. that's just where now, I'm at. Now that said, I, I'm going to drop a little bit on a startup that I know that is Atlanta based here and I'm, I'm kind of involved with a little bit, but there's a company. Um, so the app is called GetRival.com is the website and it's a app for soccer players to improve their soccer skills. So your phone, it, so it runs on your phone and it watches you and it watches how well you do tricks and, and things like that. And you can kind of level up and get points and score. And now that is really cool. Thing. Yeah. I think that like that kind of thing is pretty interesting. That's slick. Um, and so, and they're actually going to expand out to uh, other sports as well over time. But uh, Man. if you're a soccer player or, or your kids are soccer players, check it out. Get rival.com. Mm. Um, and I think it's going to, it's a lot cheaper than the Peloton thing. Cause I think the app is free and you just kind of, yeah, I just, it, so. like I said, I'm go. not, I'm not willing to spend that money, but that's just me. So yeah. You know. Somebody else that uh, spent all the money and now they have none to spend uh, fast. Their collapse uh, won't be unique uh, according to the story. So do you know uh, fast uh, the, the company that did this thing? I mean, not outside right? of reading this article. No, I'm not real familiar with it. But yeah. walk that's me through it anyway. the problem right there. Um, so they raised and spent about $120 million, if I recall correctly. Uh, and I think their lifetime, I saw somewhere else, uh, revenue was like under a million dollars. Um, yeah. So, so I know they were at one point valued at over $500 million. Yeah, I, I believe the article said their revenue last year was under six figures, which yeah. seems kind of problematic to me. Like right. how, like you can't be valued at $500 million and have revenue of less than a million dollars. That's yeah. just like, that's like we crashed kind of money right there. Like that doesn't make any <laughs> sense whatsoever. It may like, like there's no, there's no universe where those numbers make any sense. Yeah, it's it's a little bit crazy. The one article I read said they had probably less than seven hundred thousand dollars worth of revenue, but it's really hard to justify the hundred and twenty million in light of that. And and we've seen these multiple times, right? Like the um, the magic uh, what was that thing called? The magic leap the, that uh, magic can't leap, quite yeah. get the traction and it's yeah. bounced around and repitted over and over. Spent it's it's been way more than one hundred and twenty million. Mm -hmm. um, and and it's funny because way back in the day. Uh, back in 2006, I was involved, uh, I was working uh, for a company and, and there was this, uh, product called uh, movie beam and they had spent hundred, $200 million worth of Disney money to build out a whole network across the country of antennas that would beam high definition movies to a set top box in your home so that they would be available um, day of release to be watching them in high definition. Now, this was before we had really high speed internet available and there was an opportunity there if it had been done well. They were right. using the PBS sideband um, uh, carriers to be able to do this distribution. And they, it was just, it was a bungled, 
project. So hundreds of millions of dollars. And there, you know, if we totaled up how much money has been spent on bungle, bungled companies like this, it's probably trillions it's upon trillions. It's an of unbelievable dollars. amount of money. It's an, un yeah. I mean, speaking of, yeah. like, I'm, I mean, I, I mentioned we crashed. I'm watching that on uh -huh. Apple TV Plus, right. and it is fantastic. And, yeah. I've, and I've listened to the, I've read the articles and I've listened to the podcasts about, you know, we work and stuff, but like just seeing it acted out, like the, the brazen numbers. I mean, they were at one point we work was losing, like, I think they said they were losing like $2.8 million a day. A, they were losing that much a day, cow. just burning, burning, burning cash. And then they got an infusion. I think they got the infusion from SoftBank. And I think the number, according to the, you know, the TV show was like $4.4 billion. Like, like what kind of valuation? Money. That's insane. So that no, it's just, it's just crazy. So especially when you know that he walked away owning a large portion of it and oh, yeah. walked away a billillionaire, even yeah. though it was Employee. worthless it was it was yeah. i mean it was a house of cards from from yeah. day one i mean just it was all sold on uh on uh, on on his personality essentially i mean it, his, his gravitas you know it's just it's yeah. wild so speaking of uh some gravitas though uh delorean will debut its new electric model on august the 15th in monterey and in this article it's got a picture of just the back tail light of the right. delorean and it looks so slick. Like, it is so cool looking. I cannot wait to see this thing. I mean, I got to say, if we're going to reboot the DeLorean, can we do a reboot of Back to the Future 2? For real. And Back to, Back to the Future also, not Back to the Future 2. And let me also say, those doors better pop up. Because if they oh, open yeah. like regular doors, I'm going to be screaming on this podcast yeah. right now. Yeah, I think I, I I think people will just light them on fire yeah. then because mm -hmm. that, that's that's not okay. Got to Got to have the wing doors. I mean, you got to. So I mean, and Tesla, it's electric. Tesla has the wing doors. Yeah, right? I know. They've got the wing doors. That's on what I'm saying. SUV. You can't have a Tesla with wing doors and not a DeLorean with it. Like, come on. That's the yeah. real deal right there. Exactly. So, you know. Uh, talk about something else that's uh, the real deal or or, or the right the stuff. The right stuff. Yeah, the right <laughs> stuff. Amazon, to, that's a good reference. Amazon to spend billions on space launches as SpaceX ramps up satellite internet service. So, you know, go outside tonight, take a last look at uh, all the stars up there because soon enough, you're not going to be able to see them, see them because of all the, the space junk that's up there. And so, we got a lot. I mean, it feels like, the space race of the billionaires, like constantly. I know, it's like, right? who can take space tours and do those first? Who can go to the space station? Who can get the biggest satellite network? Like, can y'all just get together and just put up one satellite network that just works for everybody? Like, can we just do that? Like, let's make them work together. Like, why not? So, like, let's open source this bad boy. You know what I'm saying? I, I got a, I got a, with that comment, I got a funny uh, little side story for you. So I don't know if you watch the TV show, show Home Economics. No, I haven't seen, that, seen one. that one. Mm -mm. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a little half an hour sitcom comedy. I, I've gotten sucked into it. I think it's pretty funny. Last night's episode, or maybe it was the night before, um, actually had a cameo with Mark Cuban in it. And he's in there for a good bit of it. They're playing poker. And um, one of the characters asks uh, Mark Cuban, like, hey, you know, why have you gone to space? You know, you're a billionaire. You can go to space and all this. And he just deadpans and goes, I've got a life. <laughs> <laughs> i can see him saying that and meaning it yeah know? yeah, yeah. I, that, yeah that was one of the lines that he said i was like oh i think that was true maybe yeah he might have ad-libbed that i could totally see yeah, him ad-libbing yeah. that like that seems yeah. like a mark cuban-esque sort of ad-lib right there so yeah i like that well uh next article before our ad break in a stunning victory amazon workers on staten island vote for a Union. I mean, this has been in the works. I mean, come on, man. This train has been going on these tracks for years. Yep. And they finally got a union. I mean, that's that's good, right? 
I bet they regret uh, firing that guy that uh, that did the whole thing that mm-hmm. uh, started this up, and he was protesting over like work conditions or something. And yep. Oh, it didn't. It didn't get solved by firing him. It, it, nope. It got a lot worse. Nope. Um, so this is good. Good. Good for those workers. Good for uh, making sure that they are protected themselves and uh, do the right thing. Yeah. You know, I I hope. I kind of go back and forth on on unions a little bit. You know, like hey, I'm all for worker protections, but I think we've seen a lot of unions where over time union leadership becomes very not good, mm. right? Like there's corruption and things like that that happens and they don't necessarily have um, the, the, uh, the ideas and, and kind of uh, good wishes, not good wishes, the uh, well-being to say well-being, mm. well-being of their members always in the right place. Right. Um, right. So I, I'm hoping that this is not the case here. Uh, I don't think it's going to be what's interesting. I think, and the reason why I don't think it's going to be, What's interesting is, is that you, this union is not affiliated with any other major union organization. Oh, they interesting. They are a standalone type of thing. So um, I'm wondering if that's going to help them hmm. kind of, you know, do the right thing for their members yeah. uh, kind of all throughout. So yeah, we'll find I'm out. Very hopeful for it. We'll find out. As you might have heard, Sanjay and I have a new project called Together Letters. So this episode is brought to you by Together Letters. The idea is simple. Everyone has email. No one wants to log in to another thing, but everyone wants to stay connected. Together Letters uses email to create a collaborative newsletter, keeping groups better connected. Sign up today at togetherletters.com. Yeah, uh, next up uh, is quite an oops. Uh, <laughs> Microsoft scraps an embarrassing tweet that featured an M1 Mac. And an M1 yeah. Mac... Doesn't run Windows. Does not natively. run any. I mean, it does run some micro like you can run, you know, Word on it, I guess. So, yeah, I guess in theory, it, run, it can run Microsoft stuff. You can put I mean, teams on it. You know, so you know, what's funny here is, is like, I don't know if that's really that embarrassing of a tweet when it comes no, down to it. Probably I mean, not. if this was 20 years ago, I think it's an embarrassing. It'd be tweet. horrifying 20 years right. ago. Yeah. Today, yeah. like their phone runs Android. Yeah. Like they're like. That's true. This is not really an embarrassing tweet. Like they are almost getting to the point where they're like, yeah, we make an OS over there, but we do all of these. Yeah. We do all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, so we don't really care. I don't care. Right. Like we don't care what OS you're running as long as you're using something of ours somewhere. They don't care, but I know corporate structure well enough to know that somebody still probably got fired. So, I mean, like that, that just seems real likely to me. Somebody probably did yeah. in, in yeah. one of these contract marketing yeah. agencies that they had. You know, somebody had to take the fall for that. Done. Speaking of uh, somebody that's not fired, a Fortnite update raised $144 million for Ukraine relief. Holy smokes. We've been talking about this number as it's been growing and growing. And so that's the final number. Good grief. Um, I mean, that's unreal. Yeah. And by the way, you know, Microsoft, I think we said that, right? Like yeah. Epic and Microsoft, same company. Yep. Um, and so yeah, this That's is great. not an oops by Microsoft. This no, is like so a, it's a good whoa, move. Dude, do do a big thing right there. So good move for sure. I love it. Mm-hmm. Was any was any of your money in that one forty four million? I, you end up I might have forgotten to buy some V Bucks. I meant I meant to, and then I just <laughs> didn't. So Well, you know. at least at least you had the good intention. I intended to. You intended so, to, yeah. yeah. So there, there you go. go. Yeah. Uh Talk about uh, another Epic uh, story here. Epic's new reality scan app can make 3D models from smartphone photos, kind of. So this is a, actually the 
It's kind super of super cool important. concept. Yeah. But the the uh, author of the, the article tried to use it and the execution was lacking. Like it was great. He, he tried to do a 3D model of his desk chair and uh, and you could see the desk chair. But the the post that connects the desk chair to, you know, the feet and the floor had a big gap in it like it was floating. And he made the comment in the article. I was like, well, you know, my my chair doesn't actually float, though I wish it would. You know, I mean, it was pretty funny, but so it's like, yeah, this is a cool idea that almost works. So, yeah, I you know. I, th I feel like we've seen some of these things before. Wasn't there an Atlanta startup that did some something like this? Maybe it was the 360 photos. I'm thinking like maybe the inverse mm, of this. But, yeah, yeah, um, maybe so. Yeah, there's there's been talk of doing these kinds of things for a long time, but yep. it's just never. It's close. It's close. It's just it's just hard. It's hard to do. But yeah. speaking of uh things that are hard to do and maybe worth doing in this particular case, another epic story, epic. And Lego partnered to build a metaverse for kids. So this is kind of great, honestly. Like, like is so, it so, though? I mean, like, I, I think so. Do we really so. want our kids like spending all their time with headsets attached? To do that? we want them to? Not necessarily. Are they going to no matter what we want? <laughs> yes. Like, you know, so like, I mean, uh, yeah, right. I mean, in, unless you want to be a Luddite and not have any technology and like not have any screens in your home, which is fine. You can totally do that and make that choice. I'm, I, I'm totally doing that. I'm yeah, you should you should go that route. It's very secure. But uh, but the point is that I'm going like, to do this podcast with yeah. uh, with uh, with those uh, a uh, solo cans. cup. You're going to do it with a solo cup so and a string. We're going to connect it that way. And a string. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's obviously the way to do it. So next time so next time when you hear my audio quality be not good that's why just, that's, just so you know. it's good it's actually gonna be you the, with the welcome to tech talk y'all like that's, the, that's, the, that's how it's gonna sound but that's robotic yeah. and I, yeah I'm no it sounds technology. robotic with the solid oh, we'll, we'll test okay. it out but uh but no i mean I, I i do think this is cool i think it's cool that they're partnering with lego i mean obviously epic has a ton of experience in building a metaverse through fortnite yeah um, i think fortnite is not really appropriate for younger kids and so I kind of love the idea that they're going to build something that is, I mean, Roblox yeah. is out there. A lot of younger kids are on that, but it's a much larger ecosystem. And I'm not sure it's as well controlled as something yeah. might be by Epic. So I kind of Lego involved. Yeah. It feels I, safer I feel to like me. This, this is going to feel like a Minecraft type of thing though. Almost, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I think so. It, a lot of, well, but, we already have Minecraft. Yeah. But maybe my, but maybe better in certain ways. I, I don't know. Right. Like we'll have to wait yeah. and see. I think it could be really cool. So, you know, we'll find we'll, out. We'll see. Um, something else that we're going to see about uh, Elon Musk, Twitter's largest shareholder, asks user users if they want an edit button. Man, this uh, is this was big news from the week, man. So here's the funny thing about this. Like, first of all, he he bought a large stake in Twitter. He didn't do the right thing, though, by by the way, in doing that, because as he was accumulating that at one point, he was supposed to register and make it publicly yep. known that he had that. Yep. But he did not do that. He kept buying, which further enriched himself because he got additional stock and then there was a pop yep. uh, after that. So I'm wondering if the SEC is going to come down on him. For they, that. I think the number I saw was that because he delayed, I forget how many days it was like 10 or 15 days. He yeah. made an additional $156 million because of yeah. the pop. And you know that they're not going to be um, happy about that. Right? No, like that's no. I mean, he's gaming the system. I mean, it li he's literally gaming the system. Exactly. Like, so, and then about the edit button, it looks like they were already, they've been working on this for like a year. Sure. And so this was an opportunity for them to talk about it in conjunction with this. Right. But there's another story um, that I'm going to tag as well that I think is also actually more um, more useful than an edit button, at least for me. Mm -hmm. So Twitter is uh, potentially going to release uh, something that's going to deal with harassment and allow people to be not added in messages. 
So oh, if yeah. Adds we you talked about at, this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so if somebody adds you, um, you can unadify un at yourself. Un, un, yeah. Un, un, yeah. That's great. Get yourself out of the thread. Yeah. Which is yeah, great. Un, unadd it. Now, uh, so I'm a big fan of that. I, I think that actually is going to be more useful for me. Yeah. Um, and I think part of that, the reason for that is because I've got a single name um, Twitter handle. Yeah. You get thrown into all kinds of stuff. And that, oh man, mm-hmm. I get, I get tweets yeah. about all every kinds Sunday of in the world, man, it's coming at you. Exactly. So. And mm-hmm. so, you know, like I'm okay with, um, deleting and, and re-adding a, a tweet, but man, if I could unat myself and other people's yeah. tweets, that would be So, so did I, did, did I also read that because he's now the largest single person shareholder, he's going to also get a, get a board seat sort of by default, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's by default, but I think they negotiated it. And so that's why um, he's going to have a board seat now on there too. So, um, mm. you know, all the, all the Tesla, SpaceX, whatever fanboys just kind of piled on there. And that's why you got the pop in the, in the stock oh, price. Big time, that. big yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that was very smart of him, a little, un, a little underhanded of him, but you know, I yeah. mean, that's, that's kind of how he rolls. So, okay. So there you go. Well, uh, next article, uh, maybe not so great. MailChimp says an internal tool was used to breach hundreds of accounts. And I think, as far as I know, this is the first time they've had this, any kind of real breach, right? As far as I know, I feel like this is the very first mm. time that they've had a breach of any... I always talk about them, how they're super secure and everything mm-hmm. else like that. Yeah. I think there's a couple of lenses to this. So one... Glad for them that it happened after they were acquired by Intuit. Right, <laughs> right, like, right. This right. would have been not so good on the exit yeah. um, if this, this had happened before. It would have yeah. maybe dinged them on the valuation. Um, but uh, uh, two is that, you know, for the longest time I've seen on MailChimp, they urge people and will give you a cash discount on your subscription if you will enable two-factor authentication on your account. Yeah, and yeah. It looks like these accounts did not have that. They were targeted because they were accounts focused on on crypto and cryptocurrency mm. trading. Yep. Um, and so somebody was going after it. Like, you know that somebody's going to go after those kinds yes. of accounts. Every time. you're doing those kinds of things, you should have two-factor authentication set up. Yep. If you're dealing with lots of money, I'm yeah. just as a general or rule. any kind of money. Not even lots of money. Just like... People get at you for five bucks. Yeah, I, I was watching the story. There, there are people now stealing gas out of da- gas tanks. Oh yeah, you know, twenty dollars worth of gas and and drilling holes into gas tanks. Fifteen hundred dollar fix on those cars for twenty dollars worth of gas. Man, right? That's like, crazy. If you're gonna do that to my car, I'm just I'll go ahead and tape a twenty dollar bill to the gas. Yeah, tank. just, just take, take that it. Just take the gas. And just walk on. Yeah, right. I mean it's kind of like a like back in college. I drove a uh, a Jeep Wrangler and it had, you know, the plastic top with the plastic windows. So I just uh-huh. left the doors unlocked because I would much rather them just open the door and take whatever they want than cut the plastic windows right. and, and have to replace <laughs> right. the windows. Like like what I have right. in there is not valuable at all. I don't care. Take the CDs. I'm good. Like, we're to, you know, just don't mess up my windows. It's okay. So <laughs> similar yeah. idea there. I, so. I hope we've learned that plastic windows is maybe not the, the best. Probably security. not the best yeah. plan. They scratch yeah. up and flimsy they plastic terrible. They're not very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what might be a good plan though, is Google searches new highly cited label helps this, you get to the story source of a story. This is so awesome. Yeah, so they awesome. This a long time they ago, because forever ago, they know all the links and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, so the, the concept here is 
they want people to be able to identify what the original report was. Cause you know how it is. Like somebody comes yeah. out with it, with a news article and that spans and then, then tons of articles. spin off the constant, 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 constant. Yeah. So yeah. we should be able to find the original one. And now Google's going to identify that for users and make that much easier to find, which is again, why, why, why hasn't this been done forever ago? I don't know. So that's great. I love it. I'm a big fan. It's uh, yeah, it's the way to go. Time for the weird and wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe murderer. One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. All right, Sanjay, weird and wacky time. And uh, this first one, I mean, I thought was weird and wacky. You thought was uh, scary and spooky. So uh, I think that was the word. So uh, maybe not scary. It's, I forget the words. Uh, so first article, the National Weather Service faces helium shortage for weather balloons. Uh, I did not realize that they sent up as many weather balloons as they do. So apparently they send yeah. up two weather balloons a day at around a hundred different locations yeah. and they test air currents and temperatures and all this other stuff. And that's how they get, their, get all the data to be able yeah. to predict the weather. And some there's because of the supply chain issues, they have a helium shortage and therefore are able to get less data, which to your point is a little frightening. Yeah. So um, I, I thought you were going to do the sound with. Uh, was that, was that the sound? I don't know. <laughs> it was some scary and spooky sound. Scary and spooky. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he, here's the thing. Um, they use helium and they use hydrogen. Obviously, you don't want to use too much hydrogen because uh, I don't know if you know about this thing called the Hindenburg. It didn't hydrogen go well. It explodes when yeah. it kind of uh, gets ignited. So here's the issue with, with helium. Um, you probably know, like you go to the store and you're like, I, I can get balloons for my kid's birthday very easily at the store. The reason why you can get helium so easily is we actually have a helium reserve. And uh, just like we have the petroleum reserve that now we're uh, tapping to, to lower gas prices, we actually have a helium reserve too. And that was stored up a long time ago. And I think sometime in the 90s or 2000s, it started getting tapped. And like, why are we storing all this helium? And these reserves started coming on the market. Maybe it was earlier than the 90s even. And so that dropped the price of helium so that you can now get cheap birthday balloons for your kid. Here's the problem with helium. It's not a renewable resource, right? Helium, when it's released in the atmosphere, actually does not stay in our atmosphere. It escapes our atmosphere because it is so light, it goes out into outer space. So if you think about it, over time, we have less and less helium. That's why asteroid mining, they actually think about helium as one of the things to bring back to Earth. Now, the problem is you're like, well, so what? We just won't have birthday balloons in the future. Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of other stuff that relies on helium. Weather balloons, one, but more life-saving is liquid helium is used in medical equipment to cool down the magnets for MRIs and things like that. So if you don't have liquid helium to cool down those magnets, you can't get your MRI. And sometimes you need an MRI to save your life. Mm. So- Next time you're at the store and thinking about buying balloons for your kid's birthday, think, in the future, will I need helium to run an MRI to save my life, or is it worth it to buy helium for my kid's birthday party, and whatever happens in the future happens? I think every parent of small kids is going to buy those balloons, man, in that, in that just, particular scenario. So. I'm just trying to move the needle a little bit, <laughs> so here's, man. Here's my question. Here's my question. Yeah. We have a helium reserve. Uh-huh. Presumably... Like people work there somehow. Yeah. Do they, they all they talk, all really, talk high in really high voices? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else is being helped by having a, a helium shortage? Back in episode 58, we talked about iPhones 
that are allergic to helium and they stop functioning because of helium exposure. So I guess Apple's happy that we've got to be careful. Be careful. Or something like that. All right. So our, our next word of wacky uh, spot goes to Pompeii. Why a robot dog is patrolling ancient ruins. So this is the, because that's where Skynet starts. Obviously. I mean, that the, if, if you have to have an origin of Skynet, like <laughs> I think Pompeii is like top five for sure. Like there's like, it's a, it's a top hey, five everybody location. Everybody died here. So let's start the thing that kills everybody right that's here. That's what I'm saying. Like there's not yeah. many places like, yeah. like that. Maybe Chernobyl would be a good spot, you yeah. know, like Pompeii, there's Chernobyl. Symmetry, I think in yeah. that story. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of symmetry <laughs> so, in that story. So this is the, this is the Boston, Di Boston Dynamics robot dog that, you know, they're kind of constantly looking for uses for and now this is another use where it's just going to kind of walk around Pompeii and sort of monitor how things are going and if anything's changing and what it's got all these you know it's taking in all this data all these readings and everything else and I, I, I mean it, it, it's cool it's, it's interesting it's, it's interesting yeah yeah I, I wonder though instead of having a dog do this why don't they have a drone just fly around and do that well in the picture there was a, the dog and a drone there was yeah. both in the picture so, so I I don't know. Why, That's a good question. Why yeah. don't, because I feel like the dog is walking around. Isn't him, him, is it a him? It, Her? It, 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 they, it walking around, they, uh, <laughs> them walking around. Um, isn't that going to cause damage to the room? I would think so. Yeah. Because this is not a lightweight dog no it's, i mean we, it's, we keep yeah. calling it a dog it's a robot it's, it's a robot it's a heavy yeah. piece of machinery yeah that's true that's true i don't know a it's, drone isn't gonna you know i mean it's gonna whoosh around some air mm. but it's not gonna land on things yeah so, talking about drones whooshing around air 300 drones formed a qr code that rickrolled dallas on april fool's day <laughs> yeah so in case you haven't learned dear listeners maybe you shouldn't just capture random QR codes no, no, that are no, no, in no. the sky. That's not the lesson here. The lesson is that, that you absolutely should. That's the most amazing thing ever. Are you kidding me? That's the lesson. Like that's yeah. like, oh my gosh. I would I, I, I would have scanned that in a heartbeat. I really would I, have. I, I think the wrong lesson is being taught right here on Tech Talk, y'all. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Whoever whoever came up with that concept, you are my hero. Like yeah. right there. Like I just I want say, you to know. I hate a lot of April Fool's Day because over the years, it feels like some during the pandemic, ones. it's calmed down. Yeah. It's been ridiculous. There have been some really been bad stupid ones. And very yep. annoying. Yep. This one's kind of funny. I totally agree. It is kind of funny. It, it's it's uh, it's pretty fantastic. So there you go. Tech wreck, tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. Tech, 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 tech wreck. Chicky, chicky. Tech wreck. Time to get your tech wreck. All right, Sunday, tech wreck time. What do you have for us this week? Uh, I've got two actually one's not Ooh. a tech wreck it's a it's a plug i like but it first like up it. the tech wreck is skiff.org s-k-i-f-f.org okay so this is a site uh you know evernote you probably mm -hmm. use evernote right? oh yeah yeah well the problem with evernote and not that they do this but all your stuff is kind of in the clear with mm. evernote so if they ever got subpoenaed for your stuff or if they wanted to just look at your stuff they could do it at any time. Hmm. Well, skiff.org, which recently got funded, by the way, is a startup, and they use end-to-end -end encryption, so your notes are all encrypted on their server, so hmm. nobody there can see any of your stuff. So it's okay. safe. So your super-secret notes that you're taking on your new super-secret project that you just launched can be safe hmm. on skiff.org. I like that. Um, which, by the way, I do have a new super-secret project, but it's not super-secret anymore because it's public. And uh, so I just launched a service called occasionalwraps.com. 
and we're actually doing artist-designed limited edition gift wrapping paper for cultural holidays that don't get treatment in the mainstream retail and, market. And so. just so our, our listeners know, that's raps, W-R-A-P-S. It's not yeah, occasional raps. raps like rap music because that would yeah. be awesome, yeah. but not this. So. It's funny because somebody actually told me on Twitter that I should do an occasional rap to promote this. And actually, it's a pretty good idea. They're not I wrong. I might get somebody that's good at rapping okay. to do some ads for us or something like that if okay. one day. But but yeah, so if you uh, want to celebrate, the first uh, uh, wrapping paper that we've got is for the Indian holiday of Diwali that's coming up in October. Uh, if you celebrate or if you don't celebrate and you just want good wrapping paper that I bought some. Uh, is well designed. There you go. I mean, um, you know, I'm going to use it for whatever, like next next holiday that comes up or you know like whatever i mean it's gonna be yeah, great yeah, I can't you, wait. you don't have to be indian to buy this yeah uh, it's just gonna be just cool to appreciate well-designed gift wrapping i mean in all fairness maybe i should give somebody a gift on diwali like that I, then maybe that's a good reason too i don't know maybe you should maybe maybe you should there you go worth so, a shot what, what about you adam what do you got for us today so uh so i was i was writing earlier this week i like to i like to write blog posts and and I, I love Grammarly, right? Because Grammarly, you know, because my grammar is terrible because I went to Georgia Tech. So um, so I love Grammarly. It's not but, terrible because you went to Georgia Tech. It's not like Georgia Tech made you bad at grammar. You were bad at grammar and then you went to Georgia Tech. That's also true. But Georgia yeah. Tech did not do much to improve my grammar. It's actually well, what I, that's, 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 that, what I mean. that's so, definitely true, too. In all fairness. So uh, so but when you write in Grammarly, the problem is it will constantly try to correct. Like I'm just trying to get the words out there and then fix uh -huh. them. And in Grammarly, the problem is it's like, there's all these red lines popping up for all this stuff that I don't want to fix at that moment. I just want to write at that moment. Right. Yeah. So I needed a text editor. I could write in that was not distracting. That was not ugly. That would not give me all this crazy stuff. So I found a uh, typora.io that's T Y P O R A.io. And it's a markdown text editor that's super simple. And I think it just stores files locally on your machine. And it works fantastic. Uh, and it helps me just focus on just the writing. Like, that's it. Just, and then I can copy and paste into Grammarly and deal with all the other stuff from there. I think it's like 15 bucks if you want to buy it. Um, I'm using it uh, for a free trial right now. But I really, really like it so far. It's really fantastic. So, And I got to say, they've got versions for Mac, for Windows, and for Linux. Yeah, they do. Yes, they do. I'm not yeah. getting left out in the cold over no, here. No, man, they they got it all. They got it I all. It. So it's uh, it's really really good. So, um, yeah, it's it's a fantastic little deal. But uh, check it out. Check out occasional wraps though. It's I think it's a good it's a good project. It's a cool new thing. So if you're into some yeah. wrapping paper, I mean, hey, you know, give it a shot. And and you know, a portion of profits going back to the artist as well as a charity that serves the country that the holiday is from. Boom. And in the future, we're gonna do other holidays too. Awesome. Other cultures, other can't holidays. So wait. There you go. Well, Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me rapping at, at Sanjay, S-A-N-J-A-Y on Twitter or SanjayPark.com. What about you, Adam? They can find me on my website, AdamJWalker.com. It's got all the links to all the places. Sign up for my newsletter because I do try to send out a weekly newsletter if I can about just random stuff that I read that's interesting, leadership principles, all that stuff. So yeah, check it out. I think you should include videos of you rapping as well. I mean, in the I, newsletter. I might, I might. Hey, for a title, how do you feel about, how do you feel about who's got the right stuff? I have a life. Does that work? I like that. I Does that like work? That. Yeah. Okay. Dun, dun, dun.